Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? So today we're at Bites Like Usual, sitting with Mega Halal and Kristen Nunez. How are you guys today? Good, doing great, thank you. Awesome. So tell me what you guys do in one to two sentences. Well, I'll start. Um, I am a founder and CEO Chicago-based PR firm, and I work with clients uh, from technology, lifestyle, um, and even restaurants, so um, that's what I do. It's a, I am part of the PR boutique firm. Hey, Kristen, what do you do? Yeah, so I am a lifestyle model and actress based in Chicago, um, working with a number of different brands from food, fashion, technology, and um, Pursuing a coaching career in the industry as well. Awesome. So, how did you two meet up? How did you guys partner up in your business relationship here? I met Kristen a few years ago. Okay. Um, actually, you know, we just became really good friends, and then we ended up working together because she is a successful model and an actress. Okay. And you know, I work with lifestyle brands all the time, and. Um, you know, Kristen had a need for public relations and personal branding, and she reached out to me, and I really wanted to work with her because we share the same brand ethos and message of giving back. So she, you know, it was just a perfect timing, and also somebody I always wanted to work with. Okay, and, and so Kristen, from your perspective. What kind of attracted you to working with Mega? Like, what was it that, like, hey, I have my own brand, I want to take it to the next level? What kind of influenced you to make that commitment? So, um, I made that commitment because I've realized throughout my years in the career, I've been really great at certain things portfolio building, relationships, um, agencies, things specific to my. Okay. And I always appreciated Mega's visionary abilities. Okay. And she's really authentic in what she does. And we just met up, and she offered me advice that I never thought about before. Okay. And I was mentioning to her, you know, I've, I've been acting, I've been modeling, which I love doing and want to continue doing, but I need some help trying to gain more visibility and pivot myself into different areas of business okay. that I didn't know how to do. Okay. So, um, with her really great language skills and even better relationship skills than I have, it's, it's really helped and we're able to partner with different things because we have a similar message okay. as well. Yeah, so I feel like what you're saying is in the line of work you work in, it's very convoluted and there's a lot of 
people chomping at the same bit, if you will, yes. right? And so you felt your time is better spent focusing on what you do best, and you want support to find you the opportunities that are going to set you apart. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, given that, like, Mega, how, how do you kind of position yourself to make those opportunities work? How do you brand Kristen in the industry? Like, hey, there's uh, how tall are you? Five five. Five five. There's another woman who's five five trying out for the same opportunity in Chicago, which is highly populated. How does she separate herself? Like, if someone's coming to you, opposed to you just blowing to the French, like smoke up their ass. Yeah. How, how are you gonna really represent them to differently? So with Kristen, um, I mean, undoubtedly she's great at what she does. So half of my battle okay. was already like taken care of. Oh, nice, you know? yeah. And also as a brand, she understands the value of public relations Ooh, okay. in elevating her brand. Right? Okay. A lot of times people don't understand the role PR plays in you know move, in helping them elevate their brand, and she right. does. So for me, it was all about really sitting down with her and kind of like really asking her what her brand story is. Okay. The storytelling is such a powerful tool yes. to get your brand message out. Because storytelling can help you separate yourself from the crowd. Okay. And with Kristen, you know, just understanding her story and understanding her brand values, you know, and just kind of working off of those things, I was able to come up with some tactics and okay. ideas on how to position her in the market. Okay. Um, so really getting her story out there that she is not just your everyday model. Right. She's a model. She's a brand with a purpose. And I think understanding that and just kind of like really figuring out her story, I think, and telling the story to the public and yeah. media, I think is the way to go. And if you don't mind me digging too deep here, how did you know that someone like Kristen represented that kind of persona and brand? Sure. With Kristen, just kind of talking to her, you know, okay. like she mentioned that, I mean, she understands Modeling is great, but at yeah. the same time, she has a message. Okay. You know, she grew up in a small town, and she has core values. And at the end of the day, she wanted to be a role model to younger generation of, or the next generation of models coming in to help them navigate the world of modeling. Right. So that was such a beautiful message. And you know what? I was like, I gotta jump on this and help her out. Okay. So that's where I figured out that you know what? She would be a great brand to tell her story and just promote her story. And that's how I started working with her. I think maybe you guys should connect because like a lot of people tell me I have like a really great face for radio. So like maybe Yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so like for Kristen, like, your perspective, like you know, obviously there's a cost to Mega's services, right? How do you determine the trade-off to that? Like, how do you see, hey, I'm going to use someone like Mega who is going to come in, help me with all this, it's going to take time. How do you decide, like, hey, I am, like, at point C in my life, right? Like, modeling and then kind of doing well, getting some events planned to, oh, I'm not, like, you know, Victoria's Secret model yet. Like, how do, how do you justify the growth phase, if you will? Well, I think there's 
beneficial doing on your own to kind of discover yourself, discover okay. where you are. And, and I've done that. So I've gotten to a place where I've understood myself in the market. And wanting to grow further is important because, and partnering with someone like Mega, right. because she has knowledge, she has network, she has other skills that I don't have. Okay. And that I can continue focusing on my path while she's working with me. So it's like two people working in, in one angle. Right. So that, by partnering with people, helps to elevate your brand and another person's brand. Okay. Which is, which is work for me. Cool. So, Maggie, let's circle back to you and feel free to toot your own horn. I'm actually requesting it. <laughs> Some of the credentials that you have so people know when Kristen's saying how much she respects you, where she's coming from. Sure. Um, so, a little bit of my background. Um, I started out my career in government. Um, I was okay. in the press office for the Department of Transportation, and then I ended up um, becoming a spokesperson for the second largest pension fund in Illinois. Okay. And then I went into private sector, um, you know, managing PR for a Fortune 1000 company. Um, so I have cross-sector experience, um, so which helps me to easily assess clients' needs on the sector that they represent. And I started my company, and you know what? I mean, it's been great. Um, it's been a learning curve. But at the same time, very exciting. Um, recently, actually, I was um, my work was featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, uh, which was great. You know, it was a great third-party validation for the work that I do, and um, I've been getting tons of media coverage on my work. So yeah, I mean, and this is the value that I want to bring to my clients at the end of the day because if I am successful at telling my own story, I know I can be successful at telling my clients' stories in the media. And, and so when you guys sit down and have kind of, so in my line of work, it's when we make apps or websites or whatever, we call it the intake meeting, right? So when you sit down, what are you, what about parties, like both of you, what are you guys both looking for when you meet with each other? Is, like, my, like, this is a really bad guess, like, Kristen, you're like, Megan's coming in, she's like, she's gonna make me a star. And Megan's like, I'm coming in, I'm like, I'm gonna help her make her a star. Like, what's like the realistic, like, situation where you guys come in, you're like, this is what I'm looking at, this is what I'm expecting. These are kind of my milestones to get to where I want to go. How do you guys meet kind of halfway or like align in all those things? Well, for me, I was in this situation, I was really looking for somebody that can help educate me okay. in what am I either doing wrong or what do I need to start doing okay. that's going to help elevate my, I guess, experience. Yeah. Because for example, what I was doing with with how I did things and how I interacted with agencies here, it wasn't working anymore. Also, like you, I, I think your experience with agencies that didn't work is super crucial yeah. to this conversation. Yeah. Do you have a thoughts on that? Because um, I think agencies are great. Yeah. They represent people. Things go really well from them. Yeah. And I've dealt with a lot of people in the modeling agency or in the modeling realm that want out of agencies, but they can't get out because they're locked in. Yeah. So walk us through that. So 
Starbucks. Me specifically, I've always been a non-exclusive town. Oh, okay, wow. Which okay. means that um, I can work with whoever that I want to wow, without okay. a binding agreement. Yeah. And um, I chose to do it that way because I was new. I didn't know what I was doing. So just ignorant. Okay. Yeah. And I never felt like just for the couple agencies that I had, I never saw the benefit of being exclusive when I wanted all the opportunities that I could have and work with whoever I want to work with. So you were bullied, okay. I wasn't bullied, no. Interesting. So okay. I was asked on multiple occasions to be exclusive and I chose not to be. Um, Wait, if you're not exclusive agencies, are you exclusive with boyfriends though? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> position okay. in a constant booking position. Okay, I mean, okay. you know, booking at least three to four days a week on yeah. average. And, um, and that worked well. Well, there was a period of time, specifically this year, where those tactics just didn't work out because I had higher expectations for myself. Okay. Um, and I was trying to reach a different level, but the industry wasn't really responding to where I was wanting to go. Is that more like agencies not allowing you opportunities that you were okay with, or how is that? Yeah, it was a mixture. I mean, there was a mix of some opportunities going where I wanted to go, and then yeah. other ones, it was just like, that, that's not in my realm anymore. Oh, fair. Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, how do I do this? How do I keep going? Yeah. I don't want to quit doing this, but... I think it's important using my experience and also helping other people with this because it's a common trend. Um, and that's where Mega kind of came in. And I'm like, Mega, what do I need to do to keep going and elevate my brand? And um, that's where she helped me identify all of my branding, my messaging, okay. my values, all of that. And I have a totally different approach to things now. And it's working for me. So, like, if you don't mind me, like, kind of to my bounds is with, in the world of sports and competition and business, in the sense that you said, I don't want to be exclusive, is it a high probability that these agencies didn't give you good opportunities because they were mad you didn't sign exclusively? No. Okay. I, no, that's not the case at okay. all. Just because I've been with most of them for years, at least five years. They just know years. your quality of your work? They just okay. know who I am, yeah. And, and typically the way an agency would work is they've explained it to me where if you are exclusive, you are kind of like get first response to, to jobs. Oh, um, that's, that's kind of the hierarchy of how it works where you get different opportunities because they're exclusively signed with you. Okay. Um, so it's first come, first serve. Yeah, but okay. I never had a problem with that. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, so, like, working with, like, you know, let's, let's call make an agent for this conversation real quick. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you don't expect any fallout from agency work versus what she's able to provide, like, 
just branding you better, like other independent people reaching out to you saying, like for me, like, hey, I saw you on Instagram, I need the model for this restaurant shoot this week. Yeah. Right? You, you don't see any fallout or any backlash from your agencies. No. Because you're not exclusive. Right, cool. yeah. And at that point, I think you can make a decision as a talent. Do you want to do that booking directly or would you like to have a business background from your agent handling all of okay. the negotiations? So. And, and how does that work out for you, Mega? Like, how, like, are you offering kind of booking managerial stuff or are you more just exterior branding this is who I am showcasing kind of perspective um, definitely the latter okay um, you know I don't do any bookings or anything for Kristen um, she has her agencies for that yeah. um, where I come in is basically elevating Kristen as a brand okay you know, she's a model and an actress, a successful one, but yeah. just making her kind of think like, you're a brand at the yeah. end of the day, right? And how do you go about increasing your brand yeah. visibility and awareness so that you can help elevate your brand to a higher degree? Mm -hmm. So where I come in is basically telling Kristen's story, using her story in the media, whenever appropriate and you know relevant stories of yeah. course um, you know targeting lifestyle and fashion blogs using her as an example because she gets a brand mention organic brand mention which in turn highlights her visibility right. and then really helping her refine her message right. um, and again telling her story you know so I basically come in more from I guess an exterior uh, perspective and kind of help her refine that so I'm putting you on the hot seat right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Give us a, a quick, full scenario. Like a full, like, juicy paragraph of Kristen's story. Wow, let's see. Kristen's story. She comes, um, if I were to pitch, let's say, Kristen's story, yeah, that's maybe... Right. Like, uh, you've done multiple like, posts, articles, blogs, whatever. So something fun, quick about about Kristen, yeah. Okay. So not 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 like she is the model and she's beautiful and she's sitting across from best looking guy in the restaurant. <laughs> but I that, not that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen um, is she's an authentic individual. Uh, her authenticity, I think, shines in every aspect of her life, mm -hmm. um, especially her career. She gives. Um, everything that she can to uh, her work. Um, she doesn't find shortcuts to get things done, and that's really important, I think, as a model and as an actress. She really invests in her clients, and um, she's just a really delightful person to be around, and I think her upbringing in small town, Midwest, I think shines through her personality because she's an honest and authentic and a hardworking person. Do you agree? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so walk me through what you guys both think is success from your relationship, right? So you guys agreed to a business relationship. What's the success in the short term? What's the success in the long term? What makes sense, right? Like, you know, 
we're sitting here watching football in the background. People have agents like, I need like this $20 million contract, right? When the agent gets like $2 million off that, they don't care if it's, it could be time, sorry, if it's $20 million or $30 million because they get a bigger cut. I, I'm going to go ahead and speak myself and say that Megan doesn't think that way, but she's thinking how Chris can be better, but also how do you feel better about yourself when, what's your understanding of I'm successful enough for me and Mega and Mega what do you feel like you can put a feather in your cap when you feel that Kristen is more successful sure uh, well I would love to get her on Vogue okay. <laughs> no that's I actually definitely... have a connection there oh great yeah. see yeah. so um, I think I would love to tell her story um, in national magazines um, in fact um, I don't want to like give away too much but in national uh, pretty big blog um, you know like I'm writing an article for a pretty blog pretty big blog in the fashion industry about the importance of PR and personal branding yeah. I'm actually using her as a case study Sorry. so she's gonna get a really good brand mention but um, if I could get her a really good brand uh, mention in a national magazine um, I would consider that success for short term and for long term I think for me success uh, for Kristen would be really seeing her you know mature as a brand and really like passing down the knowledge you know that I provided her as a her, a, her publicist I mean if she could do that to her other clients and help them along the way I think I would consider that a long-term success for me awesome and for me I think this relationship is successful in the beginning just because Mega's for me really helping me understand myself as a businesswoman and as a brand like she mentioned and I would want Mega to be successful in this relationship by me being an example for kind of the work that we're doing together and for other talent to be able to see the need and the importance in that and help share my network with Mega. That makes sense to me. So, like, at what point is it too much publicity for you guys, right? Let's say Chris is, like, approached by Victoria's Secret. Oh, my God. Like, and then they, like, swarm you mega. Like, oh, like, you represent her or whatever. Or, like, you know, like maybe you, you don't want to go to New York, right? Like, what's kind of... The ceiling. I have a huge ceiling, both my podcast, my career, my dating life, like big time, right? Like I don't need to be dating some WNBA player who travels 96 weeks of the year. What's wrong? Like 40 weeks of the year, right? Like, like I've said, everyone has kind of their limitations. Everyone always says they want oh the world, but they really don't, right? I feel like you guys agreeing to work together, you have kind of expectations of where the ceiling is and what's too much or too little. Where do you guys kind of feel that ceiling is? I think as a brand, um, 
I mean, Anton on this, Kristen is getting some really good positive yeah. publicity um, that helps her take her brand from one level to another. Yeah. I don't think there is such a thing as more publicity, you know, okay. is like, like it's too much, you know. I mean, I think as long as Kristen is able to tell her story without, like, you know, compromising on her brand values. Oh, yeah, well, okay, yeah, she's like, yeah. You know, I think um, that's definitely, to me, I, I would never consider, oh, my gosh, no, Kristen shouldn't do any, you know, like, no more publicity or whatever. Because I think, I think, you know, she's got a great head on her shoulders and I think she knows her commitment and at the end of the day I think that's where kind of transparency and openness comes in between the client and the PR agency or the publicist because every opportunity that I get I really try to have an open dialogue with Kristen but hey do you want to do this you know like this is great because of XYZ reasons but at the end of the day do you see value in it and if she says yes then I run with it but I always get her opinion at the beginning it makes total sense to me. It's like really, yeah, thoughtful. For me, I don't have a ceiling. I mean, okay. I'm at this point in my career, I'm open to any publicity as long as it's in line with my brand values. Okay. And I really trust Mega in the fact that she's kind of like driving this whole message and the whole publicity area. And I'm just going with it. How would you describe your brand values? Brand values is I really like to identify with being professional, being personable, being true, ultimately to myself and to other people that I'm working with. Um, and if I'm not interested in doing something, and being honest with yourself and other people as well. I think a lot of people out there are just willing to take conferences. What comes their way, and then they kind of pigeonhole opposed to what they're passionate about. And I think a lot of people struggle with finding what they're passionate about and then pursuing their passion about. So would you agree that someone like Mega is allowing you and other like people to like really find their niche, their set, yeah. and understand it a little bit but working with a publicist and somebody that ha- can can be more of a visionary for okay. you yep. is helpful to help take your skill set and your specific talents and kind of gauge how it can best work into a marketplace okay. and yes you were maybe on one side of the marketplace but there's so much opportunity that you didn't see because you are so inundated in your niche talent, Fair. which happened to me, and so she's really helping me gauge a broader perspective of what I can do and how I can impact and help. Because you're so focused on just doing what you do best, right? right? You're not focused on wondering what I could tap into. Okay. Fair yeah. sense. So, what would you guys recommend to anyone listening on Next Steps if they were listening? had an Instagram account, had a blog, had a fashion line. They just wanted to take stuff from hobby, interest, whatever, to next level. I would say two things. Um, get 
your branding. Okay. You know, like figure it out. And when I say brand, branding or brand development, it is the foundation or blueprint of your brand. You know, figure that out. Build a website, have a logo, have business cards. You know, if you want to be someone, uh, if you want to be someone, you got to start somewhere, right? Uh, and then really invest in PR. And when I say PR, like, you know, you don't have to have a really big budget if you're starting out. I always tell people PR is not an afterthought. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, public relations should be a huge component of your business plan because literally PR helps you not only increase your brand visibility, brand credibility, but it provides you with third-party validation, which is so important if you want to move the needle from point A to point B. So don't look at PR as like an afterthought and really invest in yourself because I think by investing in yourself, you're in it for the long term. I totally agree. Kristen? Can you ask the question again? Oh, what would you recommend to someone kind of looking to elevate their career from hobby to next level? I think two things, research and resources. Okay. So, kind of, I guess, look at, look at where you are, and if you're experiencing challenges, kind of look at that, and where do you want to be? And, or look at other people that are there, and just do your research on, like, what you have, where you want to be, and maybe it's something that you can identify with and work with people within your network to help get you there. If it's not, well, maybe find out what other people are doing and how they're being successful in your area to help get you there. Um, it's I think it's okay to get advice from people in other industries as well. Like, just because you, you know, you're a musician or something doesn't mean that you have to only network with people in the music industry. There's so much value in other networks in other industries. Totally agree. Like, let's say a musician networks with someone that owns a bar. Yeah. And then they play, like, Thursday nights for three hours. I agree. And people appreciate their live music. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I say I always carry three to five cards with me at all times and just right. try to appreciate everyone around me. Yeah. I mean, I met you at a networking, sort of a networking event. Oh. <laughs> So, so for a reference point in the in the podcast, me and my plus one are at a at Kubo, you know, episode forty-five, uh, one year anniversary party. Mega and her colleague Megan are standing nearby us. We asked them if they want our chair, and they joined us for an awesome conversation. Two hours later, a few cocktails later, a few laughs later, we're like, hey, you're a cool cat. Here's my card. Don't throw in the trash. <laughs> and then that's what we're sitting on talking today. So, everyone out there listening, you're welcome. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> at Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. 
and by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They are also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.